Hey everyone and welcome to episode number 8 of Off The Block Swimming Podcast. We trust you all had a great Easter long weekend with your family. I'm your host as always, Robbie Cox. Now, I mentioned just then Easter and hopefully you guys had already listened to our first Easter egg, which we put out on Easter Monday, Ep 7, our catch-up episode with New South Wales swimming duo Matt Wilson and Brad Woodward. Well, following on from that and the success of the chat with the boys, we come out now with another Easter egg treat for you guys, another catch-up episode with former training partners Taylor McEwen and Jake Packard. Now, it's been... Almost two years since we last had these guys on the podcast. So it was awesome to catch up with them, see what they're going through at the moment during isolation, and also how they're staying up with their training during these times. So get comfy on the lounge, chin out all other distractions because Ep 8 starts now. Away they go. No problems with the start. There is two 100s in the second in it. Gary Hall Jr., the extrovert, and Ian Thorpe battling it out down the pool. Thorpe is starting to go away from him. Oh, he's throwing him away now. Thorpe's gone more than a metre on Van der Nurten's hand. But the signature of all eyes is the great Madam Butterfly, Susie O'Neill. Oh, he's coming back. Oh, he surely can't do it to him again. Chavis in the white hats, Phelps in the black hats, and Phelps has got it. I cannot believe he's done that. Joining us today on the show for a catch-up is a woman that since being on the podcast back in 2018, set a change of training programs and is now down on the Gold Coast with head coach Michael Boll at the Griffith University. It's a very big warm welcome back to Off the Block Swing podcast to Taylor McEwen. How are you, mate? Hey, thanks. Yeah, good. Thank you. Mate, where have we caught you on this uh, Easter Monday? I'm literally just sitting at my kitchen bench at home <laughs> um, on the Sunshine Coast with my family. So it's good to be home, but yeah, because of this whole virus situation, mm. there's definitely been down and boring times, but making the most of it. Mate, how was your Easter? Any Any Easter egg hunts, anything like that? Yeah, it was lovely. It was good to be at home and um, we just chilled out, played a couple of card games, um, had lots of food, had lots of chocolate and yeah, Kaylee and I did our annual Easter egg hunt, which was fun. Um, we're super competitive and we always add up how many eggs we get at the end um, and I've just won for my second year in a row. So Congratulations. <laughs> it's, um, it's pretty funny to watch, like we pull and push each other out of the way to try and grab them. Um <laughs> Over yeah, the years, so has it been? Has there been any? You know, has it gotten more than just a bit of push and shove? Is it very competitive? Um, yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> um, when Kaylee was a lot younger, she was a little more snappy than what she is now, and and would cry and stuff. Yeah. So. It's definitely gotten more enjoyable as we've gotten older because I just can't stop laughing every time we do it. So it makes Easter just like that next level f- more fun. Mate, what else have you been up to today? Done any training? Yeah, I went for an ocean swim this morning. Um, lucky on the Sunshine Coast here, there hasn't been too many beach closures and there's some really good flat spots where we can swim without, you know, big swell or getting stuck in currents or whatever. Mm. Um, so this morning I swam from the spit at Malula Bar over to the surf club and back, which um, it's really hard to guess exactly how far you swim yeah. in the ocean, but I'm, I'm going to say between three and four kilometres, which doesn't seem like a lot comparatively to what I would normally do every day at 
swim training in the pool but when you're swimming in the ocean there's no walls so yeah. you just kind of keep going um which is pretty exhausting and like you're in the salt and the sun so it does take it out of you so how'd you um, go with so how do you go with staying straight i saw you asking for help on instagram from karina yeah, Lee the I'm other day so, i'm so awful at it i like put my head down <laughs> so i can think about my technique yeah. and then i'll pop my head up to see if i'm still in line with like the target i was trying to swim at and i would have totally gone sideways yeah um, so I really struggle with that and I have to get in the habit of basically swimming like polo freestyle to stay straight, but it's like been fun to, as bad as it is that we can't swim in the pool, it's actually been fun to go out and like challenge myself in new areas. So I've been doing a bit of like walking, running, jogging, um, some circuit training and yeah, open water swimming, which we never get to do. So mm. it's actually been a bit, a bit fun. Yeah. How are you going with all the isolation stuff at the moment? Because I know you're someone who likes to get outdoors. You like to be out and about. You like your diving and, and stuff yeah. like that. How have you been coping? So when they first kind of announced that all of our pools were closed, I was I was obviously devastated because it had cut off our Olympic preparation and like the Olympics got cancelled and everything. But then my second thought was like, oh, hell yes. Now I can just go free diving every day. Like it's going to be sick. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was like, last week or the week before that the government announced we weren't allowed to take boats out anymore so mm. i was like well that's kind of like foiled all of those plans and i was a bit, <laughs> I was a bit yeah. upset about that yeah. um so yeah it has been hard being stuck at home so much um but i guess everyone's in the same boat i've just spent a lot more time on netflix on social media um just watching like dumb videos all the time, <laughs> dumb TikToks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, TikToks. They're yeah. all the rage at the moment. I can't, I don't want to hear about TikToks anymore because every time, like my wife wants to do one, she's like, come on, I've got this great one we can oh, do. And I don't want to do any TikToks. And yeah, it's like, no. I watch my brother and his girlfriend's trying to get him to do TikToks and he's weaker than me. So he gave in. So he was doing one yesterday. Oh, so gosh. What's your, what, are your, what are your favorite TikToks to watch? Um, I really like animal ones, like where there's like, there's one going around at the moment where cats jump over like a tower of toilet rolls okay. that people have like set up in their house and yeah. it's always in slow-mo and it's so funny. <laughs> I just look pretty much all of the animal videos on yeah. there. Mate, how have you been staying connected with your coach and your teammates? As you said, you're up on the sunny coast at the moment. So what have you guys been yeah. doing? So Zoom meetings or WhatsApp? What's, what's the go? Um, well, my squad on, at Griffith is kind of made up of people from all over. Yeah. So the McKeans have gone home to um, New South Wales and everyone's kind of just spread back to their home base. Um, we have a group chat on WhatsApp that um, our coach has been posting some workouts in and our strength and conditioning coach kind of individualized us all home gym programs we can do specific to like what type of training and what events we do nice so we are still staying in contact we haven't had a zoom meeting or anything like that i think bolly likes to keep things quite simple yeah um and short and sweet so he'll just like post a message in the group chat um if we ever need to be updated and i know the guys back home on the gold coast have been um meeting up in pairs to do beach runs into like ocean swims and that kind of thing so they're obviously still staying physically connected, but um, other than that, like everyone else who's away, it's just all online for us. Mate, the Olympics, obviously, as we know now, got pushed back to 2021. What mm. effect did that have on you mentally, like leading up to your, for your preparation and things like that? Yeah, I was 
I was pretty shocked because I honestly didn't think it was going to get as bad as what it did so quickly. I feel like mm. the whole virus really escalated. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it was hard. I remember like it was a Monday morning and Bowley kind of said to us, you know, he feels bad if he was going to continue to flog us in training if the Olympics don't end up happening. So that Monday morning, he only gave us a full kilometre swim session. Yeah. And it was pretty easy and I'm thinking, oh, okay, like that's fine. Maybe we'll just drop back our training until we're – either aware that the Olympics are going to go ahead or aware that it's being cancelled and then make plans from there. Um, so that felt a bit weird. And then we came in that Monday afternoon. He's like, no, all pools are closed. And then it was like a week later, we found out Olympics were off. So it was a bit of a shock because to me, I'd kind of planned out my second half of the year after Olympics to involve me coming back to the Sunshine Coast, doing full-time university, finishing my degree, and then potentially trying to start work in my field, you know, like gradually moving on to the next phase of my life, post-swimming. But now it's all kind of been thrown out. And I would love, absolutely love to go to my second Olympics, but it just kind of sucks now that I have to wait a whole another year for the opportunity to qualify. Mm. Um, And then it's kind of, you know, putting another delay on me finishing uni and and all that sort of stuff. And we, we had honestly trained so hard in like the four month period from October all the way through till this year. Um, and it kind of feels like now that that training was wasted a little bit. Like yeah. there was a lot of blood, sweat and tears in that four months. And looking back, it was like a great time because I pushed the boundaries and I established myself as like quite a strong athlete, um, which is all confidence building heading into racing. But, you know, it kind of feels all wasted now. So, yeah, at the moment we're just on break until we're given the green light that we can go back to the pools. Um, I think once the coronavirus starts to settle down a little bit. Um, but yeah, like it, it was hard for me to change my thinking because I was in a mind frame of retirement post Olympics. Yeah. Um, but now that I've had time off, I actually do miss training and I miss having that swim routine and being able to every day in that training environment. Mm. Um, and I go back and like, I watch old videos of me swimming and I think like, oh man, I missed that competitive racing already. Yeah. So I guess in the next 12 months, it's just going to be time to like replan, refocus, um, go back to training and yeah, just hold out for one more year and give it another shot when the time comes. It's funny, isn't it? I was talking to a few coaches the other day and, you know, even, even though we, you know, we weren't happy that we, you know, we can't work and things like that anymore. But if, if given the opportunity, if someone said, "Oh, can you can have three or four weeks off if you want," no coach and, and probably no athlete either would say, "Oh, yeah, for sure, let's do it." But it's kind of been nice to be forced to, like, you know, as you said, you're now, yeah. you know, with your family again, and you're you're doing other stuff outside of it as well, and starting to miss the training again. And for us coaches, you know, we get to be home with our family a lot more than we used. To. Like, yeah, you know, I never got to put my daughter to bed really. So by the time I got yeah, home from it. coaching, you know, she was already asleep. Um, yeah. And now I, I get to. So it's kind of yeah, a it blessing is, it in disguise. Nice. Yeah, exactly. And it's good to have a break um, after a major competition anyway. So I kind of feel like I'd done a preparation, even though the competition didn't exist, but now I've gone on a break post-competition. So I guess once we come back from this time off, we will start from square one again, um, like we would as if we had just competed and come off a break. Yeah. So we'll get used to it eventually, like going back to all that hard training. But I guess the goal in the meantime is just try and stay as fit as possible so that when we do go back to training, I'm not super far behind. Yeah. 
We're all stuck in our houses at the moment, as we just discussed, and it's presenting its own challenges in terms of, you know, with family and the different dynamics. Is there any Australian team member that you wouldn't want to get stuck in isolation with? Um, Yeah, Kaylee McEwen, (laughs) (laughs) which sucks at the moment because I am stuck here with her. (laughs) And um, I think we've recorded like the highest number of fights in this period of time. So, yeah, we drive each other crazy um, and we can be very short with each other. So (laughs) she's probably the person I fight with the most in my entire life. Um, But at the same time, I love her. So. It's always the family members. It It is always the family. I live with my brother too and yeah. Yeah. They're the ones that you can just say whatever you want to and you know that you can sort of get away with it. Yeah, exactly. And like she has to love me regardless because we're family. So I think that's why we fight so much. (laughs) Mate, a lot of uh, uncertainty around at the moment with training and and what's, you know, the normal and all that sort of stuff. And people are looking towards things like, you know, dry land and, and what's yep. the best way to get into it. Give us a yep. little snapshot into into your own plans and program through the week. Do you have something specifically? Is it so you wake up one day and go, okay, well, I'm going to do a bit of this today? Or Yeah. Yeah, I kind of have a rough idea throughout the week what kind of activities I want to do. Um, and it's usually a mix up between going for a swim in the ocean, going for a walk or a jog, um, doing some like circuit work in the backyard here at home. Um, my sister's bought some gym equipment. So we have like a homemade chin-up bar and some gym rings um, and like battle ropes and stuff and some little free weights. So we can like, we can just get by um, with what we've got here in terms of gym equipment at home. But yeah, other than that, I've been doing like a bit of resistance training with a band um, in my complex pool where I live on the Gold Coast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and just trying to keep it fresh. I've been going for bike rides too. I think riding is one of my favorite activities. Um, the last one I did was over 16 kilometers, nice. which doesn't seem like much, but when you're here on the Sunshine Coast and you're going up and down all of the hills in Caloundra, <laughs> it gets really hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I don't have a road bike. I've only got a cruiser, which, you know, is aesthetic. It's got a basket on the front. It looks <laughs> cute, but it's pretty damn heavy and doesn't yeah. go that fast. So yeah. I'm like chonking around on the Sunshine Coast on this bike, but it's still enjoyable. And um, at the end of it, I look at my heart rate monitor and see how many calories I've burned. And like the calorie turnover is still high. So I feel like as long as I'm getting the work done um, on the land as much as I can without mm. the pool, then we'll get by. You said you're a um, strength and conditioning trainer and, and those guys send you guys individually individualized sorry, stuff. What, yep. what sort of things do you specifically have to be going through at the moment for you know yourself? Yep. So a lot of what um, our strength and conditioning coach has prescribed the athletes is individualized to their event. For me, it's um, when I look at my program, it's a lot of um, – short rest high intensity leg work so Mm -hmm. i'll go from like squats into squat jumps into like split jumps um into like just like high repetition low weight stuff that you can do at home without having the equipment in a gym um and then the core circuit at the end is quite intense it's like um four sets of three different exercises and you go through that and you just do it continuously as much as you can so we are still trying to maintain muscle mass as much as possible um and it's good that our strength and conditioning coach has like gone to the effort to prescribe us with stuff you can do at home because it can be hard to come up with your own gym program so yeah i'm just like very lucky that i still have that support what are you missing most about training at the moment is it the training itself is it your teammates is your coach is it normality what is it 
Yeah, I think it's like the structure of knowing what I'm going to do every day, week to week and being able to plan, you know, like when I have an afternoon off, what I'm going to do on my afternoon off to relax. Um, And then also just like being able to go to an environment where I can push myself and I know where I have target times and like that's really motivating for me when I'm in training, trying to get as close as I can to specific target times. So it's really hard now when I'm ocean swimming to know what kind of paces I'm holding and how fast to go, you know. So. Um, I miss having that in training and yeah, just the, like the normality of life as it was back when I could swim. Mm. Um, yeah. And I definitely do miss my teammates. I miss throwing chat around the squad so much and, um, yeah, specifically missing Tommy Fraser Holmes at the moment because we kind of like jokingly bully each other. Um, and we've had a little tiff from time to time, but he just makes training so funny because to me, I feel like he's such an easy target and he feels the same about me. So we have like, yeah, the greatest chat in the squad. It's just like so much fun. And yeah, I do miss that in- environment a lot. Very nice man, Thomas Fraser Holmes. Had him on yeah, the show the is. other day. And uh, yeah, no, he, he was brilliant. He was. Um, yeah, he's awesome. We chatted for a while even after we, we stopped the podcast. So he, yeah, he was a very, very nice guy. Um, yeah, he is. Mate, with all the uncertainty, as we said, what advice have you got out there for the younger athletes listening to sort of help best navigate through this period? I think um, during this time, like, it's good to have a break away from swimming from time to time because it gives you time to miss it. So I just think you've got to keep reminding yourself why you're in the sport in the first place and what your goals are. Like, you've got to reassess your goals, obviously, because everything's kind of been cancelled for the year. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, take this time to set new goals and then work out a strategy that you can do at home to help, I guess, pave the way for what's coming up in the future. Um yeah, you just got to be mindful of, you know, what your purpose is in swimming Man. and use that as a main motivator. Another thing you must be missing at the moment is your swim clinics. I know you put on a, quite a yeah. few swim clinics and I, I've had athletes, when I, especially when I was coaching up in Brisbane, um, that came to a few of yours and they loved it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm missing my kids so much. Um I really, I more specifically miss doing the one-on-one coaching because when I'm with those kids in that hour, I can just see step-by-step the improvement in their technique. Mm. And I get a lot of enjoyment out of making people happy. So, um, yeah, I just miss the connection that I have with all of my um, clients. And, you know, it's fun for me because that's something else I get to do outside of training. But since corona, you know, there's no pools. Um, I shouldn't be going into proximity with people like that. So I am missing that and, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see when this all clears and hopefully I can get back into it. You know, fingers crossed for all of us, mate. It doesn't take that yeah. much longer. Um, yeah. Now, through these catch-ups, I've been giving everyone some homework to do. Um, yeah. So just we're going to go through some top things that, um, you know, to give people at home um, some, I guess, interesting things to watch or to play or to, to re-watch. So... The first one is the top three shows to binge watch during isolation. What do you got? Um, one of my favourite TV shows ever is Lost. Yep. I know it's quite old now, but it's such a classic and you can't go wrong. And I feel like every episode just leads you on to want to watch more and more and more. Mm-hmm. And I just love that you're constantly contemplating what's going to happen next on trying to work it out. So I would recommend Lost. Um, my second one is American Horror Story. If you're not into gore, then don't watch it because yeah. it's super gory. It's I'm pretty sure it's R-rated. Um, but for me, I love horrors. 
So and American each, Horror Story. Each, um, each season of that is different, right? It's not the same. It is, yeah. It uses the same cast, but each season's a different horror story. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's always changing, which is awesome. And um, it's actually really interesting to see the cast change throughout their different roles in all mm. of the seasons. So I really got around that. And then the third one is um, Afterlife by Ricky Chavez because yeah. he is my favourite comedian. I love British comedy. Um, and it's so well put together. It's got, like, the perfect balance between – he drops, like, really good life quotes mm. within the series, um, but he makes it – it's kind of lighthearted and funny. And, like, while he talks about suicide a lot because the whole thing is, like, what happens after life um, – yeah. It just it gets you thinking, and yeah, it's a good laugh. I just really thought it was a good series, and Afterlife Two is coming out soon, which I'm super yeah, pumped for. Me so, too. I, I must yeah. agree with you that one. That one. The other ones I haven't really watched too much, but that one is definitely a favorite. And my favorite line I can't actually say here, but it's, yeah, uh, no, it's, no, he's yeah, so it's, crude. It's, it's when he it's when he gives it back to the the little bully from school. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I've never iconic. heard that line before ever, but it was yeah, it was. I lost it. It was so funny. <laughs> exactly. It was so great. Um, I agree with you. I'm very much looking forward to that coming back, and I think it's coming out at a great time. Everyone's ready for a laugh, and yeah, literally, it's in like a couple of weeks. It's in this month. Yeah. All right, now top two games to play. Um, a board game called Articulate. I absolutely love. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. It like gets you. It's like quick thinking. Yeah. Describing game, um, and the second one. I don't know if this is the actual name, but we call it Presidents and Assholes, and it's like okay. played with a deck of cards. <laughs> I don't know so, if that would be the official title, but give us an explanation. What is it? Oh, it's basically like the first person to get rid of all of their cards wins, um, okay. and the winner becomes the president, and the loser of that round becomes the asshole. Okay. And then on the next <laughs> round, the asshole has to give the president their best card, and the president has to give the asshole their worst card. So once you are an asshole, it's really hard to like break out of the asshole mm. cycle. Yeah. You're just a loser. Well, <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's true. Just not fun. in card it's, games too. Yeah, if you <laughs> if you want a good fun family game to play, Google that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mate, and the last one I gave you, which is hard for everyone because, you know, if, you, if you've watched the Olympics over the years, you have many, but what was your number one Olympic moment yeah. to go back and rewatch? Um, that was a really hard question, but for me, I kind of wanted to think, uh, we'll talk about one that I'd seen myself, mm-hmm. um, which, which is definitely memorable to me because being there in the spot in the Olympic Stadium, being able to say like, oh, I saw Australia win gold in this event is really cool. Um, and for me, it was my first Olympics in Rio and it was like the first night of racing, the only night I could go to the pool and watch racing. And Mac Horton had his 400 freestyle on that night. Yep, yep. And there was such a hype up between him and Sun Yang and the race itself is such an epic battle. Like Mac kind of comes from behind to take the win. And it was such a good win for clean athletes and for Australia. Um, so that was a really powerful race and one of my highlights. No, definitely. Uh, I agree with you on that one. It's right up yeah. there. Mate, I think we'll wrap it up there. So thank you very much for coming no back problem. on the show, mate. I really do appreciate it. I know you you know, around the house there at Sunshine Coast. So um, yeah. appreciate you coming back on. Good luck over the next few yeah, months no training in isolation, stay motivated yeah. and ultimately yeah. getting back in the pool and securing your spot for the Olympics in 2021. Yeah, definitely. That's the goal. Well, yeah, thanks for having me and um, all the best with everything else. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Hopefully we can get you back on for another chat somewhere down the track. But uh, Yeah, definitely. Till then, mate, thank you very much for coming back on Off the Block Swimming Podcast. No problem. See you later. Thank you. 
It's been two years since our next guest was on the show, so I thought it was a great chance to uh, give him a call and check in to see how he's going, considering we're all stuck in our houses at the moment, see how he's holding up, and more importantly, see how he is staying sane. It's a very big welcome back to Off The Block Swing podcast to Jake Packard. How you going, mate? Hey, mate. How you going? And uh, thank you for the introduction. Um, um, yeah, just uh, living the dream at home. Mate, living the dream. We're just talking before. Give the listeners a little insight of what you've been up to today so far. Yeah, so today's uh, more of a recovery day. Um, we're just sort of trying to stick to the same protocols as what we'd normally do back in training. I guess the first couple of weeks, we just sort of took it easy and had a bit of a mental and physical break. But um, yeah, the... Uh, the routine sort of side of it is starting to kick back in. And, um, yeah, so it's been pretty quiet this morning and then we'll probably go uh, for a bit of a swim and uh, maybe a spearfish later on. Yeah, mate, I know you like to get outdoors. Has, has the self-isolation stuff um, affected you t- too much? I know up on the sunny coast you guys still get to go out for a swim. I mean, how have you been coping with all of that? Um. I've actually been pretty good. Um, I've just been trying to keep myself pretty busy. Um, You know, if I leave the house anyway, normally it's usually to do some sort of activity. Other than that, I usually just stay at home and that's usually the recovery time. But I've actually been pretty good trying to keep myself occupied, Um, even at home. Like I love cooking, so I've been trying to make a few different things um, that I normally wouldn't make. Yeah. and uh, well, last time um, when I was talking to you, I got a puppy recently. So mm. I guess that's uh, well, not recently. She's like eleven months now. Yeah. So you know that's keeping me occupied as well. What sort of dog is it again? A uh, little Cavoodle. Oh, um, so yeah, she's just laying in a bed after a walk this morning. She like so, getting outdoors too. Oh, she loves it. So. I uh, ride my skateboard and she pulls me along. So, <laughs> so we're She's both, not a husky. Uh, I'm not really exercising, but she is. So, yeah. no, it's, um, yeah, everyone laughs when I'm going past. <laughs> I know, I saw you out fishing the other day. I've been going on the, how you been going on the fish? Yeah, uh, I guess that's one of the biggest hobbies, I guess, besides swimming. Um, you know, it's, it's one of those things that, um, I guess it's a bit like swimming or surfing that you you forget about everything that's happening in the world mm. and um, you just, you know, living outdoors and you're taking everything in and um, hopefully, yeah, you get to live in the elements and, you know, I'm studying and want to go down the marine path and, you know, it's something that's always interested me. But, yeah, I've uh, been doing well lately. Um, but, yeah, went shark fishing the other night and we caught a couple, so... Yeah, that was interesting. How does that go, shark fishing? Oh, we just go in the Marichi River. Yep. Um, what sort yeah, of sharks are in there? Was, what is it? Uh, a lot of bull sharks. Yep. Um, and, yeah, there's, you know, there's heaps of them um, just because the water is pretty dirty at the moment. Um, but, yeah, it's just one of those things. We go at night and, yeah, it's just, uh, it just keeps me busy. We've got a few mates that go and, yes, we... We do uh, have a one point five meter rule. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's um, it just keeps me entertained. I guess during this time, mate, you strike me as someone who wouldn't want to be stuck in the house for too long. No, talk I'm to not. me. Talk to me about if there's anyone from the Australian team or, or even the you know you, the team you train with, 
your, your, your swim club. Is there anyone that you wouldn't want to get stuck in a house with in isolation? Um, probably Kalani. He's, uh, he's a new a new kid that's joined our program. Mm. It's probably because I spend so much time with him as it is. Yeah. Probably, uh, we probably need our distance, but mm. he's always like me, that he always wants to do something and... Um, yeah, we both probably can never be le- left alone. Yeah. And we always want to do something, but I'm always that person that would want my own space. But no, uh, it's uh, yeah, it's pretty funny sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> mate. Talking about staying connected with your teammates, stuff like that, your coach. Um, yeah. What have you guys been doing? Do you have a WhatsApp group? You've been doing Zoom meetings. How how you guys been staying connected? Yeah, I guess uh, Zoom would be killing it at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> who would have known that? If I'd known, I would have had money in those shares. Oh for no! Sure. <laughs> but um, yeah, we sort of uh, we're implementing Zoom meetings every Wednesday, mm. um, which is really good. Uh, so we actually had one this morning um, just to give us an update of, I guess, what's been happening. Yeah. Um, and then everyone just sort of goes through a bit of their routine that they've been going through, I guess, in the last week and uh, what's good and what's not and what to avoid. Mm. Um, Do they stay think- professional? I know you can change the backgrounds and stuff like that. What's that? The, with, the, with the Zoom meetings, do you just keep it professional because you, you can change the backgrounds and you can have all sorts oh, of different I pictures? Definitely and- pay- yeah, I definitely change the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you um, could have your catch of the day behind you. I actually have. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know Mark, our gym coach, he was in space today. Yeah. Oh, was he? So, Good on him. Yeah, he was in space. So, <laughs> uh, um, no, nah, it's, it's, it's really easy going and yep. um, we sort of just get our updates and then just have a laugh and I guess fill in each other what we've been doing. Mm. So, I think um, we've been prepared um, and we've been giving a lot of advice to other, I guess, training programs. But yep. I think in all, we're in a really good spot um, in how we're managing and how we get it um, remaining to keep fit. Yeah. Um, I think that's a really big importance uh, to this isolation. Mate, talking about that, give us a little insight into your sort of weekly schedule. I know, as I said, you guys up on the sunny coast get to go out and have a little bit of a splash. Um, yeah. What, what else have you been up to? Give us a little snapshot of your week. Yeah, so normally uh, I'm trying to keep the same routine as getting up pretty early, um, and that usually consists of uh, going surfing in the morning, um, and that depends on how good it is. Uh, I'll still go out regardless um, to try and get some sort of activity done in the morning. Um, and then I come home, have brekkie, and then I either do some stretching or a bit of yoga. Bit of yoga. And then um, I'll do my band work um, for our shoulder to keep that tendon load up because that will probably be the first thing that goes when you get back into training. Yeah. Um, so that's been a big um, focus for us in our Zoom meetings to stay on top of that. Um. And then every consecutive day, so Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we're doing um, a home workout. Mm-hmm. So, you know, doing push-ups, squats, band work, um, trying to think outside the box. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, we're just trying to keep ourselves busy and keep that aerobic work up 
Um, I actually got my dad's kayak, so we've got a rowing course just around the corner from us. So oh, I've been nice. putting that in and just yeah, getting on the kayak and um, yeah, burning the shoulders up. Do you, <laughs> do you have nice. room for a gym at home? I mean, do you do you have weights? Um, do you have stuff like that, or not really? We don't, I don't have weights as such. Uh, we're looking into. I know there's a few guys that have bought stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've just sort of just been, I guess, just doing the yeah uh, body weight exercises mm. and just doing more repetitions of it. Yeah. Uh, try and keep myself and heart rate up. Um, but yeah, I think uh, that will be the next thing is. Um, trying to focus on some more heavy lifting in some sort of way. If someone's got something at their house, we couldn't really house any facility with a big gym because we've got, you know, four of us living here. Um, but, yeah, it's, you know, it's, someone's always got something and new ideas. So, it's uh, yeah, it's exciting. Mate, the Olympics got pushed back, as you know, and, and it, obviously it had to happen. What effect yep. did that have on you mentally and, and your preparation? I know everyone's been different, so there would have been people who were, you know, you know, feeling like they're in the best shape of their life and they're ready to go, yep. so it would have been a big letdown, but also, you know, the opposite of that, there would have been people who, you know, weren't feeling very good and, you know, now knowing now they've got another year was sort of a really good thing. How did it affect you? Yeah, it's a it's a really good question. It's it's important, um, yeah, to keep that oh, I guess mental state uh, in a good way because it's you know for some people it's it was shattering. Mm. Um, for me, you know, I wasn't so bummed because you know almost I I've been to an Olympics, so I'm not that disappointed. But if it was cancelled and not um, pushed back yeah. it'd be a different story yeah um i just think that everyone can have you know a good refresh and um you know step back from a little bit mm. and then we've just got more time to train and prepare um you know as i see it i, I think it's fair for the whole world because people that are injured people that are sick um they can come back and actually give it a good crack that to make it one of the probably the best games that it's probably been in a long time so you know i'm looking forward to it because everyone's going to want uh redemption for having that year off but i think it's going to give us more time to train and prepare for something um that's going to be huge absolutely i'm looking forward <laughs> to it um mate what are you missing most about training at the moment is it the training itself is it your coach is it your teammates is it routine what is it yeah i think um I really, really miss uh, the team atmosphere yeah. and um, just particular sets that you know that you've pushed so hard in. I know you try to outside of training, but when you can only do it in pairs, it's yeah, it's just not the same as when you know you've got ten to twelve of you pushing really hard and doing particular sets, and you know that everyone has been you know, on their best times in the training session and pushing themselves. I think that's the biggest thing that I miss the most. Mm. Um, but I know that once, you know, in the next couple of weeks, we'll be doing that. Uh, I guess I'll be doing that in pairs with, with one of my teammates. But, um, yeah, I do miss hanging out with a lot of them and joking about. And it's, you know, there's so many friends that you want to see. Um, but you can't because you're only limited to that two people rule. Mm. 
yeah, so I think that's the biggest thing. And once it comes back together, I think we'll be in a really good uh, headspace. And you know, it's it's good having those Zoom meetings because you you get to interact with everyone. Um, so that does fulfil the need of um, you know staying in contact with the the team. Yeah. Mate, a lot of uncertainty out there at the moment, you know, around when we can get back in and go back to normal lives and routines. What yep. advice do you have for the younger athletes out there listening to help them, you know, best navigate this period? Yeah, so I think for, like, for myself and my headspace, I think I'm just taking it one week at a time. Um, I'm, not, I'm not really... Sorry, that's the dog. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right, mate. I figured it was the dog. I didn't think yeah. it was one of your housemates. Yeah. No, it's my housemates just barking. <laughs> um, yeah, just taking it one week at a time. I think that in hindsight, I'm not really putting a timeline on how long this is going for because mm. then, you know, if you, if you say, oh, yeah, August, we're in the water and it happens to be, you know, later than that, then things might be different for your headspace. Yeah. Um, so I am thinking I'm just taking one week at a time and with our uh, weekly Zoom meetings, I think we're trying to implement a, a, a bit more structure each week. So when it does come to that time, whenever it, whenever it is, um, that we're sort of prepared to go into work rather than starting fresh again. Yeah. So just maintaining that load um yeah and just being smart uh, i think that people might get carried away that oh this is a holiday but mm. it's just um i think you gotta think outside the box and be like look this is just a mental refresh we're having a break early and you know it's going to be all hands on deck once um we get back in the water right absolutely um now you know given that we're all stuck in the houses at the moment as i keep saying i wanted during these catch-ups to you know for us to kind of help the listeners a little bit in terms yep. of you know shows to watch or games to play or, or things to watch on youtube so i've given everyone a bit of homework during these catch-up episodes yeah so it'll be interesting to see given that uh, you told me before you don't really watch a lot of tv and you spend most of your time oh, outside no, i actually have <laughs> i actually have in the first week i, I know a few um shows that might be interesting. Okay. All right. Well, let, <laughs> let's see how we go. So the yeah. first one is uh, top top three shows to binge watch during isolation. Yep. So I've been um, I've actually been watching a lot of uh, Animal Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's to do with like uh, robbery and stuff. Yep. Um, it's an American TV show. Uh, so I really enjoy watching that. Um, another one is the Formula One. Um, and just how, I guess, how technical, um, their sport is and what, what it takes to be an F1 driver and, um, it goes through their season and how they're racing and their performance and, you know, how much money is involved. And yeah, I thought that was really good. Um, and that's about it. And I've just been binge, binge watching a few movies. I'm a big uh, Christopher Nolan fan, so okay. like Interstellar and yep. um, Inception. Yeah, Batman, yeah, so, you, go, you go watch Batman? Yeah, I love Batman. Um, yeah, so any of his sort of movies uh, I'm drawn to. 
Mate, talking about the Formula One, it's funny to watch now they're on um, on uh, Fox Sports with the with the V8s. They're doing the, um, the online stuff with the with the games. Have you been seeing that? Oh, I haven't seen that. Are yeah. they racing online? Yeah, yeah, they're doing virtual games or whatever virtual races, and it's pretty funny oh, to okay. watch. Actually. It's very That's funny to watch. Cool. Yeah, damn, mate, they've got to do something, don't they? They've <laughs> got to get some sort of product on TV. That's it, and I think it's like. With that sort of stuff, they can sort of just sit in their chairs mm. and race as if – because I know that they can do their gear changing and all that over like a normal car. Yeah. But it's just virtual. So that's pretty cool. There was a crash the other night, I tell you what. He, he was back up and he's racing the next day. God bless him, you know. That's the, that's the, <laughs> that's the, uh, the advantage of it not actually being yeah, real. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Mate, speaking of games, uh, what about – Top two games to play at home. Top two games. Oh, you wouldn't believe it. I'm actually playing Pokemon Go. Okay. So I'm actually exercising when I'm doing it. Yeah. So I just like run around, just play a few games. Um, but also, you know. Yep. You know, um, definitely kills a lot of time. It's a classic. <laughs> it is a classic. Yeah. Uh, mate, the last one is the number one Olympic moment to go back and rewatch. Number one Olympic moment. It always comes back to me, but it's in um, in Sydney, uh, mm-hmm. the four by one hundred. Yep. Um, you know, it always pops up and it always gives me goosebumps. Um, you know, to watch and you know, it's such an iconic race in Australian sport and I guess in sport and history. But yeah, I think that definitely um, consolidated. You know, a memorable uh, time for me, and I'll always go back and watch it, and still get the same feeling every time that I do. Mate, so, I, I, think. I agree with you. It's all over the uh, the opener to my show. Um, yeah, which you would know because I know you're an avid yeah. listener to the off the block, so you oh, listen to it every every week. Um, yeah. <laughs> and um, funnily enough, I've got um, Michael Klim coming on the podcast in two days' time, which is exciting. Yeah, and, it's, um, he's he's an amazing. Um, guy, I still remember. I think it was 2015 or 2016. He he came and did a talk for us, and it was so short. But he just said that you know, take everything as it comes, and yeah. you know, if you want it, you have to go get it. And it was just, it just appealed to so many people, and it just, I guess, it was so short. But it was like, okay, this is like the real deal, and mm. you know, it was just like words from experience, and yeah, you can't. Nothing will be better than that. So, yeah, amazing guy. Man, I'm just looking forward to seeing what he's getting up to. He always looks like he's just living the dream over there in Bali, and oh, his place yeah, looks awesome. And CrossFit, swimming, basketball. <laughs> every day he's just doing something, and I always and I, so I'm always just sitting on the lounge, right, having a coke and a packet of chips, just watching yeah. <laughs> watching him train and have this style. fun. I think bastard. <laughs> No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> mate, I think we'll wrap it up there. Uh, thank you very much, Jake, for coming back on, mate, and agreeing to, to come on again for a chat. Um, good luck oh, over the next so few much. months, mate, training in isolation and trying to stay motivated and ultimately, you know, getting back in the pool and trying to, you know, get your spot there for the 2021 Olympics in Tokyo. That's it. Thank you so much, and uh, I'll do my best. Mate, thank you very much for coming back on Off the Block Swim podcast.
Thank you. Today's show, as always, is proudly powered by ProSwim Workouts. As I mentioned here before, ProSwim Workouts is an awesome web-based platform designed to assist coaches in sharing philosophies and programs. So for more information, please head to the website at proswimworkouts.com and follow the links. Now make sure you guys keep an ear out for our next episode, which drops this Friday, the 17th of April, featuring a man who's been a part of the Australian team now for a decade. Of course, I'm talking about Mr. Thomas Fraser Holmes. Uh, Top bloke, great chat, and another episode, guys, you will not want to miss. Until then, though, guys, stay sane out there. Make sure you keep exercising regularly. And yes, doesn't mean I've been doing my own daily walks. Keep smiling, and it's bye for now. (laughs) 